0: What's going on, everybody? This is Codus with the Yolk Christian Podcast. I'm here today with my two favorite dudes. We got Jared and Luke. What's up, boys?
1: Hey, that energy
0: was immaculate. Well, we're about to be talking about a very good verse that I think everybody should remember. This is a verse that can help you. So the verse we're going off of is Psalms, or as I used to call it, Palms. (laughs) Psalms 56.3, (laughs) it says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And let me tell you, I have used this verse a lot in my life. Like, this doesn't even mean, like, scared, kind of afraid. This just means, like, kind of worried or kind of anxious or kind of unknown of, like, what's next. You know, it kind of goes with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which is my favorite verse. It's, do not rely on your own understanding, but trust in him, and he will make your path straight. So I'm kind of afraid for next year. Like, I'm a senior, obviously, so I'm going next year to college or, or I'm going to Uh, a whole different state. There's a lot of different possibilities. So you could say that I'm afraid. So what should I do? Like, like it says in Psalms 56, three, it says, I should put my trust in you, you know, or, or Proverbs three, five through six. Do not rely on my own understanding, but rely on him. You know, we talked about in the last podcast, how we're still being written. Our story is still being written to us. Apparently like God is the author and we're the character at that current time the author knows the full story but we we the character we don't know the full story god does so why do i'm gonna i'm gonna me since i don't know what's gonna happen i'm gonna trust in the writer i'm gonna trust in the author the author is gonna get me to where i'm going so i shouldn't trust in my own understanding i should trust in the author's understanding mm. what do you guys have to say to that
2: i uh so the verse was uh, Psalms fifty six three, but I, I really like fifty six four right after Ooh, that. So, yeah. so so three it says, but when I'm afraid, I'll put my trust in you. But verse four says, I praise God for what He has mm-hmm. promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? I think Ooh, uh,
0: that's so good.
2: I think it, it's 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 kind of like obviously we, we live in a super dark world. Like yes. this world is falling and it's getting darker and darker. And so as Christians, we're called to be the light. We're supposed to. I heard an analogy the other day um, about we are like a sun, uh, sorry we're like the moon. And so if we think about it, so imagine God as the, as the sun. And so what's, what does the, the moon do? It, reflects it goes away. The it oh. reflects the sun's light to this dark earth. And so what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to reflect God's light to this dark world. Yes. So we are like that moon in the sense where we reflect God's light. We re- reflect God's love. We show the love that we have been shown. We show the mercy that we have been shown. But when we when I read this verse, verse 4, it says, I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? So when it says I trust in God, why is he trusting in God? Because he's relying on what God has promised.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
2: when we're in the darkness of the world and when we're in a dark spot in our life, because <clears throat> we all go through dark dark spots. We all go through peaks and valleys in our faith. Obviously, faith wavers. And so, when we're in the valley of of our faith, Mm -hmm. we need to remember God's promises. And what are God's promises? Well, if you don't know them all, feel free to to start looking some up. But I do prefer Psalms 91. Um, And I I think I've read it before on this podcast, but I'm just going to read the first verse here. Psalms 91 verse 1. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And so... Mm -hmm. When we're in this, this lull or this null or this this valley in our life, um, if we live in the shelter of the Most High, so how do we live in the shelter of the Most High? Well, we remain in faith. We get into the Word. We have communication with God. And, of course, there's four different ways to communicate with God. You have prayer, circumstance, the church, and the Bible. Those are the four ways that God can communicate to us and through us. Again, prayer, circumstance, church, and the Bible. We're not in a specific order or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how you live in the shelter of the Most High. And when you live... In the shadow of the Most High, when you pray, when you actively seek the relationship with the Father, and when you are constantly in the Word trying to hear God's voice, right, you will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. It reminds me of Matthew chapter 6, or maybe it's not chapter 6, might be chapter 11, somewhere. It says that uh, Jesus will give rest to the weary, right? And so it just kind of stems off of that because, of course, as, as Isaiah says, it says that Jesus came to set the captives free. And so that is, we are captives. Uh, captive to the slave, we're, or we're slaves to sin in this world. So we're held captive to our sin. Mm-hmm. And we're also stuck in this dark world until we are freed through Jesus after this death when yeah. we to live in paradise with the Father. Mm-hmm. I oh, love I that. a lot.
1: I Own have him. something oh. kind of, like, it's kind of unrelated, but I think it's a really mm-hmm. important message. It's like an analogy that just kind of popped into That'd my be- head with, like, just the fact that we shouldn't be worried about the future. That's where it kind of mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. from. But uh, when me and my friends were kids, we'd go to the lake sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when we'd go there, we'd swim out, like just into like the deepest part we could go without being too scared. And uh, what we do is we dive down to see who could touch the bottom. Yeah. And, uh, a fun fact about this is that if you didn't come up with like that dirt from the bottom, no one would believe that you touched it. (laughs) Yeah. And so I think a lot of Christians are are living this life with something to prove. They want to come out on the other side with that dirt in their hands. Mm. And uh, thinking about this and like for my life, like I'm, I desperately want to prove everyone that I touched the bottom going into Christian music like I want to have that proof I want to have that wow like I, I want people to know but uh, the funny thing is, is that sometimes like God wants you to come up with empty hands so that you can grab onto him
0: oh and, that's deep And I Dude. just think,
1: like that's just so it's so cool like we shouldn't worry about it because fail or not it's failure in human eyes not in God's eyes Mm.
0: and sometimes that that... failure
1: is a a good thing
0: yeah I'm gonna interrupt it there's a quote I heard last night this kind of is briefly about it but it says the word of people informs but the word of God transforms us This is what it kind of reminded Mm. me of Mm. how like the world you know like the world is misleading like the world it's it's not as powerful as God
1: oh
2: yeah (sighs) let me ask you a question about that so how often did you or your friends struggle for everything you're worth to make sure that you could grab some mud you, like,
1: Yeah, you're not coming up with empty hands and for so, the most part.
2: And so I'm sure there's plenty of times where you felt like you're at the bottom and you're, you're like, you feel like I can't go much longer. But you're like, I refuse to come up until I grab that piece of mud, right? It, yeah. So how often are we like that where we're stuck on our pride? Oh, my gosh. And because we refuse to let go of our pride and just come up to embrace the love of the Father, we, um, what we're we looking for, we make ourselves suffer.
1: Yeah, we're drowning.
2: We're, yeah. we're literally drowning because of our pride.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, Luke, what have you done?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: We got a great thing going right now. Yeah. This is so relevant to to my life, and I think a oh. lot of others, like a lot of people have something mm-hmm. to prove.
0: Yeah. I also want to say this. So in Psalms fifty six four, it says that I will praise. And, you know, what a lot of people don't do is a lot of people ask God for stuff. Like oh, I've yeah. been guilty of this before. I'm like, God, oh why, why, give me this, God, give me this, give me this. But why don't we thank Him? Like yeah. thank Him for the stuff you have, and then thank Him for the stuff you don't have yet. Like what I have been doing a lot lately. I've been I, I've been, <clears throat> I keep telling God, thank you for my future wife, God. Thank you for my future kids. Thank you for my future whatever. Like I I thank Him for the stuff that I don't even have yet. Because mm. I heard a quote once that said, "If you died now, or if you could only keep the stuff." That you thanked God for, what would you still have? Mm. Like, <laughs> would you have anything if if you, if you if that happened? Like, so instead of always asking God for stuff, thank God for stuff, praise God, you know, yeah. thank Him for the stuff you don't even have yet. Mm. Yeah,
2: that's good. I, I'm I love stories, and I love it when stories can relate to a biblical truth, and so. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: stuck on Luke's story. I'm just Dude,
0: it, you could make so many powerful things out of that. No,
1: there's so many analogies that just like branch off. It's kind of awesome. that's
0: why we brought you here, Luke. <laughs>
1: no, that's that was just the Holy Spirit right there. Like that's it, awesome. It came that fast. It's not. There we go.
0: That's awesome. Well, it's,
1: it's so cool
2: yeah so if you're listening to this podcast and you heard luke's story we want you to if there's another analogy you can come up with it we want you to reach out to us let us know how you can apply that to your life um but there's a lot of things in this life that bring us down sometimes if, luke i don't know about you but uh, the game i played wasn't necessarily bringing mud up but it was picking up a rock and so um, mm-hmm. whoever could come up with the biggest rock won and so there's a lot of times where i was down there and i was like i gotta get this rock and like i'd be down there i'd be grabbing around it, trying to dig it up clawing all the way around it you know and it reminds me of a story of how a raccoon can get trapped I don't know if y'all know this or not (laughs) Um, but when you put uh, a raccoon so what it does when it reaches into say like a log it can flatten its hand in a way to where it goes in but when it grabs onto the food it makes a fist and so when it comes out sometimes the fist will get stuck but it holds on to that food so much that it won't let go, and so if it just lets go, it can be free, but because it holds on to that food, because it, it just is so stuck on what it has in its hand, that it refuses to let go, and so it, it makes itself stuck. So mm-hmm. likewise, when I'm at the bottom of the of the lake or whatever, and I'm trying to pick up that rock, many a times, I got myself stuck. Many a times, um, I would mm-hmm. nearly drown, similar to what Luke is talking about, because I didn't want to come up until I had the biggest rock, and yeah. so... I think oftentimes we do this to ourselves where we make ourselves struggle. We make ourselves, uh, because of course, of our pride, of our, our drive our uh, competitiveness, um, in this life, we, uh, because ultimately we're all driven by greed. And that's what we just, in the, the last episode, we talked about Ecclesiastes. And in one of those chapters, I think it was chapter three, he talked about Solomon did about how we are all driven by greed in this world. Um, and so I think that when we're driven by this greed, we, uh, we get lost. We, we focus on the wrong things. We begin to covet things and all that. Anyways, I, there's, there's a whole lot of points I can make out of this, but the point yeah. I'm trying to make is that let go, let go of the food. Don't be the raccoon. Don't be uh me at the bottom of the lake trying to pick up a giant rock that even if I could pick up would still weigh me down and I wouldn't be able to swim up with it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so if, if you've heard this podcast and You've recognized that maybe you are in the darkest depths of the lake trying to pick up that mud because of your pride. Maybe you've recognized that you're the raccoon. Maybe you've recognized that you're trying to pick up a rock that can't be lifted because you're trying to prove something, prove your worth to this world. But I'm going to tell you something right now. When you try to prove yourself to the world, the only thing that you're doing is devaluing yourself. Why? Because we only need to uh, give ourselves or our only value comes from God. So seek value from God and not of the world. So let go of the rock and, and don't try to drown yourself so you can pick up that mud. Find your worth in God. And if, you're, if you are willing to do that, then Codus uh, has a prayer for you.
0: So this is a good little prayer. So repeat after me. Uh, keep your eyes open if you're driving or riding your bike. Um, but dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and to come into my life. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Please help me to live the rest of this life for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. That's awesome.
2: Well, Codus,
0: end it out for us. Well, with that being said, I love you. Jared loves you. I think Luke loves you. Definitely Jesus loves you. Godspeed. <laughs>